Here's a Lotus is Ken Danson's podcast, and it's the 29th of August 2022. The time is 19.49, and it is Monday. Now today we're going to be talking about a topic that I have also been talking about in my previous podcast. How can we detect when we meet a liar or a deceiver? A person who tries to make up something uh, to us that we might be fooled into believing. Of course, we need this grand old book to reveal people who might not be in favor of Jehovah God, but might seem to be so. What I mean by that is, if I talk about being a loving and caring and kind person, many people will agree with it, But are they really, deep down inside, uh, searching for Jehovah God? Are they really searching for pleasing Him? Are they in their search for uh, a good and decent life, also searching for Him or having Him be at the forefront or the first place in their life? Now, a lot of people, I will say no. They do not really care about Jehovah God. They do not really think about him so much. They do not really use their time and effort into really not only getting to know him, but becoming a close and dear friends with him. Now, the only way you can become a close and dear friends with Jehovah is, of course, by reading his word and by implementing these uh, principles in your own life. Basically, by making your personality a personality that Jehovah God can approve of. Now, of course, he loves a loving and caring and kind person. That is not too, uh, up to discussion, of course. But he also loves an honest person, a person who truly deep down in his heart or her heart thinks that being truthful in every aspect of life where you when you talk to other people is of such good and high quality in the eyes of Jehovah God that it is actually something that he puts in his Bible time and time again uh, as a beacon of light so to speak as a way of seeing that and trying to get that into your personality. That is also why there's a lot of warnings in the Bible that we should take seriously. Because by walking through life, we are going to be experiencing a lot of difference of opinions, of course. Now, most of people's opinions are from childhood, from television, from their teammate or classmates. It's basically opinions that have been made there uh, to mold their mind in a certain direction. And as I've been explaining many times, it's the people behind it all in the secret societies at the Bohemian Grove where they are worshiping um, God's great opponents, uh, Satan and his demons, uh, by doing some horrible things and horrible acts, 
then they are going to receive the power or evil spirit from him, and then they go out into society fooling and deceiving people who follow them blindly because that was what they were taught from a young age. In school, we are taught to believe a certain way. We have been, I wouldn't say brainwashed, but in a certain way, we have been taught to believe a certain way and also not stand out because we know when we stand out, other people are watching us and seeing if we are going to fall on our flat behinds. And that feeling is not so pleasant. So, and of course, we human beings, we do not like unpleasant feelings. So we stay uh, clear of them, of course. That's why you see that when the New World Order is saying something, people obey around the world. As I've been explaining many times, uh, every country has a a deal with their, um, not only government, but also the military and the police, that once this uh, next disease is going to be implemented, it has been planned for many years, um, then there's an opportunity in the law that they can take you away from your home and put you in these uh, quarantine camps, I believe it's called. You can look it up for yourself and see if your country does not also have a, a plan like that. So it does not matter how rich and wealthy you are. If you think that you can hide from uh, Satan and his demons and the people behind Satan and his demons worshiping him, uh, I believe you... <laughs> You're going to be fooled greatly. The only way out of it is basically to become friends with Jehovah God, the Almighty One. The Bible clearly states that because the people who thought uh, or uh, thought otherwise were sadly mistaken. So that is why we are constantly being warned in the Bible about going away from Jehovah God. People who once uh, worshipped Jehovah God got away from him or stayed away from him, well, it did not work out very well for them. So we have to take this warning seriously. How come uh, they steered away from him? What made them take that action? And what were the serious consequences when people refused to obey Jehovah God? Uh, to show their fellow human beings that they were, in fact, truly loving and caring and kind human beings, uh, not only incapable of violent thoughts and uh, violent acts, but also were a person that you and I truly wanted to get to know because you could feel a person worshipping Jehovah God was a person who sincerely believed that in order for that person to have a good and close relationship with Jehovah God, that person also needed to become a loving and caring and kind person in every walks of life, in his thoughts, in his ideas, 
in the way he acted when he um, interacted with other human beings, his entire personality or her entire personality had to be molded by Jehovah God's word. Now, when we do that, we are going to reveal to ourselves that what is in the Bible is the truth, that the whole world is in the evil's power. And the uh, evil power, of course, Satan and his demons, basically own all that you can desire in the world. Meaning that in order for you to get your hands on the riches of this world, you basically need to say yes to the spirit of Satan and his demons. That is not the, what the Bible says when you want to become close friends with Jehovah God. The complete opposite is the truth. That you need to hate what is in the world. Hate what is in the world. That's a very strong opinion that Jehovah God wants us to have. What he means by that is, of course, he explains later that if you, if you have food uh, and clothing, you have to be happy and content with that. You also remembered that uh, there was a very wealthy man. Uh, he asked, what should I do? And of course, Jesus said something very important, that it is easier for a camel to enter into the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter into the kingdoms of heavens. Now, what he meant by that is that a very rich person has a lot, not only belongings, but also a lot of responsibilities. He has a lot of things in his life that can draw his attention away from worshiping Jehovah God. Now, of course, there's a lot of examples in the Bible of people worshiping Jehovah God and they got his blessing and they got very rich and very wealthy. But of course, we have to remember today that when we know that the whole world is in the evil's power, it is easy, easier for a rich man to fall into Satan and his demons' traps than it is for a poor man. Of course, the poor man has also <laughs> something that he or she can uh, fall into a trap. For example, violent video games, violent movies, and movies who portray people's bad and negative behaviors are something that you can allow yourself to be entertained by. The social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest of that crap. And also, the mainstream media that constantly lies to you and tells you the solutions to your lies the entire inhabited earth is in the evil's power, meaning that he owns the television, that he owns the internet, that he owns the spirit of the world. And where majority of persons on planet earth is eating from spiritually. That is why a lot of people, like the Bible clearly states, has evil thoughts all day long. Now, of course, it's the evil thoughts um, that is uh, the definition that Jehovah God gives us. Not what we think about evil thoughts. It's the definition that Jehovah God gives us 
these are evil thoughts and you need to get rid of them. Now, how do we get rid of them? <clears throat> well, for example, by saying no to ourselves, by saying no to looking at violence, by saying no to being deceived by thinking that even violence in funny movies is okay. Even people getting hurt is okay. We are laughing at them uh, when they um, when there something bad happens to them. That is a wrong set of mindset, according to Jehovah God. That's why we need to change it. It's not going to be easy, of course. But if you want to become close and dear friends with Jehovah God, you need to take the spoon that you eat from into your own hands and not allow Satan and his demons to force-feed you with this garbage that comes from the garbage can. Now, I'm not saying that the Internet is all bad. I'm not saying that every person on the planet is all bad. But when push comes to shove, a lot of times it turns out that a lot of people <clears throat> go back to what they know. Meaning that if they were raised a certain way by the television, by the smartphone, they're not going to go back to the complete opposite of what they were yesterday. Now that is why it's so difficult to follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ because it basically means that we not only have to say no to ourselves, but also no to human beings that we meet on the road through life. Now, when we say no to people, we do not say no to conversation and talking to them, but what we are saying no to is the influence, the bad influence that they can have on us because, like the Bible states, they can become extremely convincing in their arguments, um, luring uh, your mindset away from the love and kindness of Jehovah God. And of course, there's a lot of examples of this in the Bible, and now we are going to read uh, just one of them and analyze it. We have come to... Let's see here. Nehemiah, the sixth chapter. <clears throat> it says here, Now, as soon as Sangbalat, Tobiah, Gershim, the Aramen, and the rest of our enemies were told that I had rebuilt the wall and that there were no gaps left in it, although up to that time I had not set up the doors in the gates, Sangbalat and Geshem immediately sent this message to me. Come, let us set a time to meet together in the village of the valley plain of Onon. But they were scheming to harm me, so I sent messengers to them, saying, I am engaged in a great work, and I am not able to go down. Why should the work stop while I leave it to come to you? While I leave it uh, to come to you? They sent me the same message four times, and I gave them the same reply each time. Then uh, Sangbalat sent his attendants to me with the same message a fifth time with an open letter in his hand, 
there it was written. Among the nations it has been heard, and Geshem is also saying it, that you and the Jews are scheming to rebel. That is why you are building the wall, and according to these reports you are to become their king. Also, you have appointed prophets to proclaim about you throughout Jerusalem. There is a king in Judah, and now these things will be told to the king. So come and let us discuss this together. However, I sent him this reply. None of the things you are saying have taken place. You are making them up uh, out of your own imagination. For they were all trying to frighten us, saying, Their hands will slacken in the work, and it would not be done. Now I pray strengthen my hands. Then I went to the house of Shemaiah, the son of Delahia, the son of Mitchebale, while he was, he was confined there. He said, Let us set a time to meet at the house of the true God within the temple, and let us close the door of the temple, for they are coming to kill you. They are coming to kill you by night. But I said, Should a man like me run away? Can a man like me go into the temple and live? I will not go in. Then I realized that God had not sent him, but that Tobiah and Sangbalat had hired him to speak this prophecy against me. He had been hired to frighten me and to cause me to sin, so that they would have grounds to damage my reputation in order to reproach me. Do remember, O oh my God, Tobiah and Sangbalat, and these deeds, and also Noadiah, the prophetess, and the rest of the prophets who were constantly lying to frighten me. So the wall was completely on the 25th day of Elu, in 52 days. As soon as all our enemies heard of it, and all the surrounding nations saw it, they became greatly ashamed, and they realized that it was with our God's help that this work had been done. In those days, the nobles of Judah were sending many letters to Tobiah, and Tobiah would reply to them. Many in Judah swore all Many in Judah swore alliance to him, for he was a son-in-law of Shehaniah, the son of Ara, and his son Jehoanan had married the daughter of Meshulam, the son of Berisha. Also they would constantly tell me good things about him, and then report to him what I had said. Then Tobiah would send letters to frighten me. Number 7. As soon as the wall had been rebuilt, I set up the doors. Then the gatekeepers, the singers, and the Levites were appointed. I then put my brother Hanani in charge of Jerusalem, along with Hananiah, the chief of the fortress, for he was a most trustworthy man and feared the true God more than many others. So I said to them, the gates of Jerusalem should not be opened until the heat of the day, and while they are standing guard, they should shut the door and bolt them, and assign the inhabitants of Jerusalem as guards, each to his assigned guard post, and each in front of his own house. Now the city was spacious and large, and there were few people inside it, 
and the houses had not been rebuilt. But my God put it into my heart to gather together the nobles and the deputy rulers and the people to be enrolled generationally. Then I found the book of generationally enrollment and those who first came up and I found written in it. And these were the people of the providence who came up out of the captivity of the exiles, those whom King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon had exiled and who later returned to Jerusalem and Judah each of his own city. And now we come to a lot of names here. Let's skip this. Chapter number 8. All the people then gather with one account of the public square in front of the water gate, and they told Isaiah the copies to bring the book of the law of Moses, which Jehovah had commanded Israel. So Isaiah the priest brought the law before the congregation of men, women, and all who would listen with understanding on the first day of the seventh month. And he read aloud from it before the public square in front of the water gate, from daybreak until midday to the men, the women, and all who could understand. And the people listened attentively to the book of the law, attentively to the book of the law. And Ezra, the copyist, was standing on a wooden podium made for the occasion, and standing alongside him on his right were Matitia, Shema, Anahia, Uriah, Hilkiah, and Maresia, and on his left were Pediasia, Michel, Malkilia, Hashum, Kaastara, Sibrat, and Mishulam. Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was above all the people. As he opened it, all the people stood up. Then Ezra praised Jehovah, the true God, the Great One, at which all the people answered, Amen, Amen, and lifted up their hands. They then bowed low and prostrated themselves to Jehovah with their faces to the ground. And they continued reading aloud from the book, from the law of the true God, clearly explaining it and putting meaning into it, so they helped the people to understand what was read. And the Levites, who were instructing the people, said to all the people, This day is holy to Jehovah your God. Do not mourn or weep, for all the people were weeping as they heard the words of the law. He said to them, Go, eat the choice things, and drink what is sweet, and send portions of food to those who have nothing prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord, and do not feel sad, for the joy of Jehovah is your stronghold. And the Levites were calming all the people, saying, Be quiet, for this day is holy, and do not feel sad. So all the people went away to eat and to drink and to send out portions of food and to carry on a great rejoicing, for they understood the words that had been made known to them. So you see that, of course, we can go a little back here. The reason why that they felt sad was because the words that they heard from the book of Moses, and it was made understandable to them, and of course it said it here a couple of times, that uh, these um, uh, these people 
were familiar with the law or they had understanding or they could understand, as it says. So why did they weep? Because they did not entirely live as the book of Moses said they should live. That was why they were sad. So that can also happen to us that we read something in the Bible that we disagree with and we become very sad because we cannot really say or think that this is the way Jehovah God thinks. But that is wrong of us because that put a hindrance to us to become closer to Jehovah God. That is why it's very important that when you read something that you disagree with, that you try and pray to Jehovah God to become or find yourself um, getting a more and deeper understanding of it so that you do not just um, swipe it away. Now, if we go a little bit further back in this story, you might have wondered why he choose eventually to, to meet because they were trying to deceive him. They tried as good as they could to lure him out, maybe to kill him or maybe to fool him into doing something. As you also heard, uh, it was not allowed for him to enter into the most holy place. It was only, I believe, the Levites. Uh, job to go into the most holy place of Jehovah God's temple. So they tried to lure him by doing something that they knew was wrong in the eyes of Jehovah God. And of course they got their punishment later on. I can reassure you that. But you have to remember that the faith in him was so great that he knew what was right and what was wrong. And he refused to do so. He refused to allow these deceptful people to even enter into his mind. And this is something that is also true today. We shouldn't allow deceptful people into our mind. And there are a lot of them. They are all over the internet. Now, of course, I could sum up and make yourself familiar with all these names. But it basically states in the Bible that you should view these people by their fruits of their personality, so to speak. Not simply just they are rich and famous. That why or how are their personality in conflict with Jehovah God? Or is it is the is their personality like a personality that Jehovah God likes. Now, by asking these serious questions to ourselves, we can very quickly disregard a lot of people out there because they do not read the Bible. They do not allow the Bible to enter into their hearts and mind. And this is extremely important because the Bible warns us time and time again that we can, in fact, fall to these traps ourselves. We might remember that every person betrayed uh, Jesus Christ in the end. 
even the persons who followed him all along. <clears throat> and it was because of fear of man um, that they did so, fear of losing their life. But we have to remember that our life is in the hands of Jehovah God, the Almighty One. Now he can, when we die and get a resurrection, resurrect us into a life of totally bliss and having an extreme close and dear relationship with Jehovah God right here, right now, also means that we are going to have an even deeper relationship with him when we die and get a resurrection. So basically, this is the faith that we have to nurture. We have to nurture the faith that Jehovah God resurrected Jesus Christ here on earth and he is now king in the kingdoms of heaven. And it is that faith uh, that basically gets the ticket in, so to speak. That does not mean that we shouldn't look in the Bible and see what does Jehovah God like in a person and what does he dislike in a person. And, of course, try to mold our personality in the direction that Jehovah God wants us to be molded. So, because many people say, well, our, all our sins are forgiven, so we can just keep on sinning. That is not entirely true. Because Jehovah God has also shown us patience, of course, but his patience can also run out or run out. And one, once it does that, it's not going to be so funny to worship Jehovah God when it runs out. So there's no need for us to test Jehovah God in that manner. A lot of persons, uh, many people can sin many, many times, but they can also go back to Jehovah God and ask for forgiveness, sincere forgiveness, that's uh, the most important word here, and, and, give, uh, and get his forgiveness. But if Jehovah God sees a person simply just doing the same thing, sin over and over again, he's not going to be pleased with that. And he's going to punish that person eventually, of course. We, we need to see this as we can see the world here, that we are currently 7.8 billion people on this planet, and we all come from the same place. We come from an egg and a sperm cell which comes from egg and sperm cell, which comes from egg and sperm cell, so, and so forth and so on. That means that we come from something that you could place in the head of a top of a needle, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our father and mother, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our grandfather and grandmother, and so forth and so on. Now, I see this as pretty intelligent made, therefore I know that there has to be an intelligent creator behind it all. I know his name is Jehovah God, the Almighty One, and every person can actually close his or her eyes and actually talk to that um, spirit that is the creator of the universe. And as long as you close your prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, so you recognize the greatest sacrifice of them all, then he is going to listen to you. But you know, it's like starting a friendship with a person. He needs to get to know you, and you need to get to know him. And the only way you can get to know Jehovah God is by reading the entire Bible, 
not just uh, the last of the Bible, but the entire Bible, so that you get an entire picture of Jehovah God's personality, <clears throat> what he likes and what he dislikes. It's extremely important because we human beings, we tend to favor ourselves. We tend to do what is pleasant for us, or what we think is pleasant for us. We tend to not think about the consequences of our action. We do not really think about the consequences of what we are saying out on our mouth, what comes out of our mouth, or what we write on the internet. But it has a great meaning to Jehovah God. The way we use our words, if it is in a loving and caring and kind way, or if it is in a deceitful, hateful way. Because if it is in a deceitful, hateful way, you cannot become close friends with Jehovah God. There's no way. So the way we use our tongue is also extremely important to Jehovah God. Yes, we can have fun with each other. We can make each other laugh. But at the expense of others, really not. It's not good for us. It's not good for the person who we, we, we uh, do this to. It's not good for our relationship with Jehovah God. So we have to get rid of some of our bad, negative human behaviors that we might think is okay, but Jehovah God does not think it's okay. So let's <clears throat> read the last one here and try if, if, we, if we can understand the mindset of Jehovah God and how we can implement it in our own life. We've come to Psalm number 110. <clears throat> Jehovah declares to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I place your enemies as a stool for your foot. Jehovah will extend the scepter of your power out of Zion, saying, Go subduing in the midst of your enemies. Your people will offer themselves willingly on the day of your military forces in splendid holiness from the womb of the dawn. You have your company of young men just like dewdrops. Jehovah has sworn on oath an oath, and he will not change his mind. You are a priest forever in the manner of Melchizedek. Jehovah will be at your right hand. He will crush kings on the day of his anger. He will execute judgment against the nations. He will fill the land with dead bodies. He will cross the leaders of the wasteland. He will drink from the stream along the road. Therefore, he will hold his head high. Of course, this is a foreseeing of the kingdom of Jehovah God, where Jesus Christ is king, of course. Chapter number one, oh, sorry, Psalm number 111. Praise Yah. I will praise Jehovah with all my heart in the assembly group of upright ones and in the congregation. The work of Jehovah are great. They are studies by all those finding pleasures in them. 
His activity is glorious and splendid, and His righteousness endures forever. He causes His wonderful works to be remembered. Jehovah is compassionate and merciful. Food He gives to those fearing Him. He remembers His covenant forever. He has revealed to His people His powerful works by giving them the inheritance of the nations. The works of His hands are truth and justice. Truth, trustworthy are all His orders. They are always reliable, now and forever. They are made in truth and righteousness. He has given redemption to His people. He commanded that His covenant should last forever. His name is holy and awe-inspiring. The fear of Jehovah is the beginning of wisdom. All those observing His orders show good insight. His praise endures forever. Psalm 112 Praise Jehovah. Happy is the man who fears Jehovah, who takes great pleasure in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty in the earth, and the generations of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness continues forever. To the upright he shines like a light in the darkness. He is compassionate and merciful and righteous. It goes well for the man who generously lends. He conducts his affairs with justice. He will never be shaken. The righteous will be remembered forever. He will not fear bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in Jehovah. His heart is unshakable. He is not afraid. In the end, he will look in triumph on him, on his adversaries. He has distributed widely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness continues forever. His own strength will be exalted with glory. The wicked one will see and be upset. He will grind his teeth and melt away. The desires of the wicked will perish. Psalm number 113. Praise Yah. Offer praise, you servants of Jehovah. Praise the name of Jehovah. May Jehovah's name be praised from now on and forever. From the rising of the sun to its settings, let Jehovah's name be praised. Jehovah is high above all the nations. His glory is above the heavens. Who is like Jehovah our God, the one who dwells on high? He stops, the, uh, he stops down to look on heaven and earth, raising the lovely from the dust. He lifts up the poor from the ash heap in order to make him sit with nobles, with the nobles of his people. He gives the barren woman a home as a happy mother with children. Praise Yah. Psalm 114 When Israel went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people speaking a foreign language, Judah became his sanctuary, Israel his dominant. The sea saw it and fled, the Jordan turned back, the mountains shipped above its rams, the hills like lambs. What made you flee, O sea? Why, O Jordan, did you turn back? Why did you skip about like rams, O mountains, like lambs, O hills? Tremble, O earth, because of the Lord, because of the God of Jacob, who turns the rock into a redly pool of water, 
the flinty rocks into springs of water. Psalm number 115. Not to us, O Jehovah, not to us, but to your name give glory, because of your loyal love and your faithfulness. Why should the nation say, Where is their God? Our God is in the heavens. He does whatever he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the works of human hands. A mouth they have, but they cannot speak, eyes, but they cannot see. Ears they have, but they cannot hear, a nose, but they cannot smell. Hands they have, but they cannot feel, feet, but they cannot walk. They make no sound with their throat. The people who make them will become just like them. as will all those who trust in them. O Israel, trust in Jehovah. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in Jehovah. He is their help and their shield. You who fear Jehovah, trust in Jehovah. He is their help and their shield. (laughs) Jehovah remembers us and will bless. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear Jehovah, the small as well as the great. Jehovah will give you an inheritance to you and your children. May you be blessed by Jehovah, the maker of heaven and earth. As for the heavens, they belong to Jehovah, but the earth he has given to the sons of man. The dead do not praise Yah, nor do any who go down into the silence of death but we will praise Jah from now on and forever. Praise Jah. Number 116. I love Jehovah because he hears my voice, my pleas for help, for he inclines his ear to me, and I will call on him as long as I live. The ropes of death encircled me. The grave had me in its grip, I was overcome by distress and grief, but I called on the name of Jehovah. O Jehovah, rescue me. Jehovah is compassionate and righteous. O God is merciful. Jehovah is guarding the inexperienced. I was brought low, and he saved me. Let my soul rest once again, for Jehovah has dealt kindly with me. You have rescued me from death my eyes from tears, my foot from stumbling. I will walk before Jehovah in the land of the living. I had faith, for I spoke. I was greatly afflicted. As for me, I panicked and said, Every man is a liar. With what will I repay Jehovah for all the good he has done for me? I will take up the cup of salvation, and I will call on the name of Jehovah. I will pay my vows to Jehovah in the presence of all his people. Costly in the eyes of Jehovah is the death of his loyal ones. I beg you, Jehovah, for I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your slave girl. You have freed me from my bonds. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving. I will call on the name of Jehovah. I will pay my vows to Jehovah. in the presence of all his people, in the courtyards of the house of Jehovah, 
in your midst, O Jerusalem, praise Yah. 117. Praise Jehovah, all your nations. Glorify him, all your people. For his loyal love towards us is great. The faithfulness of Jehovah endures forever. Praise Yah. 118. Give thanks to Jehovah, for he is good. His loyal love endures forever. Let Israel now say, His loyal love endures forever. Let those of the house of Aaron now say, His loyal love endures forever. Let those fearing Jehovah now now say, His loyal love endures forever. I called on Yah in my distress. Yah answered and brought me into a place of safety. Jehovah is on my side. I will not be afraid. What can men do to me? Jehovah is on my side as my helper. I will look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refugees in Jehovah than to trust in humans. It is better to take refugees in Jehovah than to trust in princesses. All the nations surrounded me, but in the name of Jehovah I warned them off. I warded them off. They surrounded me. Yes, I was completely surrounded, but in the name of Jehovah I watered them off. They surrounded me like bees, but they were extinguished as quickly as a fire among thorns. In the name of Jehovah I watered them off. I was pushed hard to make me f- I was pushed hard to make me fall, but Jehovah helped me. Yah is my shelter and my strength and he has become my salvation. The sound of rejoicing and salvation is in the tenth of the righteous. The right hand of Jehovah is demonstrating its power. The right hand of Jehovah is exalting itself. The right hand of Jehovah is demonstrating its power. I will not die. No, I will live in order to declare the works of Yah. Yah disciplined me severely but he did not hand me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will enter them and praise Yah in the gates of Jehovah. The righteous will enter through it. I will praise you, for you answered me, and you became my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This has come from Jehovah. It is wonderful in our eyes. This is the day that Jehovah has made. He will be joyful and rejoice in it. Jehovah, save us, please, we beg. Jehovah, grant us victory, please. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of Jehovah. We bless you from the house of Jehovah. Jehovah is God. He gives us light. Jehovah is good. He gives us light. Join in the festival processions with branches in hand up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. My God, I will exalt you. Give thanks to Jehovah, for he is good. His loyal love endures forever. So, praising Jehovah God, making him a part of our mind, our everyday mind, is extremely important. Making him, making him a bond or making a bond with him is extremely important. As I hope I have demonstrated in this 
short podcast. So, loving and kindness comes from Jehovah God. And, of course, when I say that you need to say no to certain things in life, certain bad behaviors, bad ideas, bad friends, I'm not doing so to make you feel miserable. But actually, I'm trying to help you uh, so that your close friends becomes uh, or are persons who also view the same or have the same viewpoint as I have when it comes to Jehovah God, the Almighty One. So that we can together, even when we die and get a resurrection, we can keep on this close and dear relationship with Jehovah God, the Almighty One, now and forever. So this is Kenneth Anderson signing off. I hope you love each other and are kind to one another. It's the 29th of August 2022. The time is 20.38 and it is Monday. Bye.